Welcome to Bubbly Bibbly, the podcast about books and bubbles, literature and libations, authors and alcohol. We love books and bubbly. We are friends who offer a curated book review section on our website and a hilarious podcast. We discuss books, drinks, and stories from our lives. I'm Rachel. And I am Carmen. You are going to hate this episode. I know. But Rachel, it's October and October has Halloween and we would really be missing a great chance if we allowed this month to pass by without at least one episode on the patron saint genre of October horror. (laughs) Well, okay. So let me just read something to you that I found that will give you a tiny look into why this is not my favorite genre. Literary historian J.A. Cudden defined the horror story as a piece of fiction in prose or variable links, which shocks or even frightens the reader or perhaps induces a feeling of repulsion or loathing. (laughs) If that definition doesn't affect you, then you are a monster. <laughs> I'm laughing. I just... I'm laughing. Okay, so so JA as I as I like to call him. Yeah. So he he says that it's fiction. So he points that out, Rachel. You know, yeah, I know. It, this I know. shit's not it's real fiction. is what he's saying. <laughs> That's um, right. That's right. It shocks. Yeah. Okay. I don't normally think of horror as being shocking, but okay, I'll go for that. So it shocks frightens or the repulsion or loathing that that kind of cracks me up um i think horror for me is is all about the the fright um and Mm -hmm. it's 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 just i'm not as sensitive to the the fear (laughs) repulsion and loathing as some readers are but um I do love the words that he uses, which are all extremely emotional. Well, emotional words that make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. (laughs) So in this episode, Carmen will be doing the most of the talking, and I will be making some comments on various titles from the horror genre. (laughs) Now, Rachel, if you'll remember... Some time back. Are you laughing already? I'm already laughing because I'm already laughing. Yes. I made some black (laughs) vodka using black Because you're very bougie doing this. You're very bougie. And very... You can't in the state of Alabama. There is there's one manufacturer or distiller, pardon me, that produces black vodka. But the state of Alabama, you can't get it because of our Alabama beverage control. So mm-hmm. um, I read all about how to make uh, this vodka, and I wanted to go an all natural way. I didn't want to use, you know, frosting color or anything like that. So I used black rice to stain regular vodka. 
And then I bought some edible glitter, which, by the way, I cannot find that shit anywhere. I have no <laughs> idea what I did with it. But One anyway, of your boys took it. Okay. I, maybe. I bought some edible glitter, and I swirled it in that black vodka martini. Oh, my gosh. It was so beautiful. But yes. it was terrible. It tasted <laughs> so bad that I threw it out. Well, you're mixing potatoes and rice that I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then well, throwing in black. I don't. <clears throat> so you you threw the whole drink out, right? Not just did you throw the drink out or the whole jar of black vodka? I drew the I threw the whole damn jar away because oh I, my gosh I knew and you know what I used I used a glass um, see what came in that like a prego you know with a spaghetti sauce I used a glass uh-huh. jar that spaghetti sauce had come in so that's how one. much I threw uh. away. Oh, gosh, I know that hurt you. So yeah. what are you drinking tonight in honor of horror? Um, I haven't given up on coloring clear vodka black. So <laughs> okay. Um, I used I used some food coloring. And while the color is not as dark as I wanted, um I can it's I can kind of still see it's more purple than anything, but okay. um, it's it's still really really good. So basically, um, I have a chilled martini glass full of vodka. <laughs> I love it with no well, glitter I'm, dust because I, there's no, no damn telling where it is. Okay, you just have to pretend like it's pixie dust. Yes. Um, well, I am trying smoking blackberry sage margarita. And it's actually not smoking because I did not get the dry eyes, but it's tequila, lemon juice, blackberries, fresh sage, a little bit of maple syrup, and orange bitters. Oh my God, this that sounds is delicious. So delicious. So, oh, wow. You know, when you said smoking blackberry sage margarita, mm-hmm. I thought what you meant, I've noticed a thing. Huntsville has a craft cocktail. Um, tour like and i've noticed Mm -hmm. they'll set something on fire and then turn the glass over it yeah they put a dome on it this was just dry ice but i also have seen where you can light a rosemary stick and put it in the drink yep 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 but you know i don't want to drink anything that's got a piece of dry ice in it well i know so i that's why i'm not drinking and i have regular ice yeah yeah um so what are you reading so I'm going to be shocking you oh, because goodness. I am reading Brom Stoker's Dracula. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm reading a gothic horror novel. Rachel, I didn't it, even make you. I know. And you, it's written in a collection of journals, letters, papers, uh, epistolary, how do you say that? Epistolary uh, form? Yeah. Ep- Epistolary, epistolary, epistolary. Yes, which you love. And that is even my favorite. I know, and I am enjoying it, even though I know how the story goes. Basically, I mean, there's a vampire and he, there's a guy and he's trying to destroy him. But I am still turning the pages trying to figure out what's going to happen. Really? Like, it's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that's really awesome. Good. Well, how many pages would you say it is? is? Is it around like 300 or? 
Is it a thicker uh, one? Two something? No, it's not that thick. Okay, no. that's interesting. It's I'm, only I'm like twenty six. 26 chapters or something it's you not know, very long i've never read any of those i i haven't read um I, I haven't read what is the one with the painting that ages frankenstein yeah i haven't read frankenstein i haven't read jekyll and Mr. hyde jekyll. yeah what is that one with the painting that he it's up in the attic or down in the cellar and it ages oh it's um dorian gray know. Oh, no, I haven't read that one. No, either. I haven't read that one either. Yeah, there are a lot of I'm good ones gonna... out there. Um, I so, am, what are you reading? Well, I'm still reading Sag Harbor by Colson Whitehead. And I, I got to tell you, him, I'm thinking about putting that down. Are you? Yeah, it's so Ooh. I think it's so boring. I mean, uh, it's, well, OK, it's about two boys. They're in it's about two boys in their teens and they are um on vacation at this summer place and you know they're they're privileged they go to a private school and all of this and it just talks about their antics you know it's almost like it kind of reminds me of um ray bradbury's dandelion wine um because it is totally different than his normal science fiction and it's more of a uh, kind of a thinly veiled fictional autobiography. And I feel like this may be the same for Whitehead. But anyway, um, so, but in honor of Horror Tober. I love that. I see what you did there. <laughs> I ordered a, a book called My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. And I even ordered the hardcover because the hardcover is so cool. It looks like a yearbook. And so when you open the front cover, it even has people's notes, like like a yearbook. best friends forever. I have I like Grady Hendrix, but this will that will probably not be on my to be our list. So uh, I think it's supposed to have a lot of humor in yeah, it. Yeah, he does. So, well, let's turn on another light and head into this horror fest. <laughs> Now, I put a question on our shared book club group me page asking what the scariest book the members had ever read. And I was shocked at the number of people who won't read the genre. I am not alone. Hello. You're totally vindicated. Well, Rosie's answer was funny because she said she avoids scary books enlisted Agatha Christie's mystery, and then there were none as her scariest read. Now, this is a gal who doesn't <laughs> want suspense of any kind. That is my favorite Agatha Christie book, but I would not call that horror at all, Rosie. You silly pickle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have to I'll have to ask her if she read the Harry Potter series because those were some of the most mm. intense nail-biting moments I've read in a long time. It, it wasn't scary, but very suspenseful. And that's why I had to put them down. Um, halfway through book four, I just couldn't take it. And Shannon said that she doesn't read really scary books. And Deborah says she doesn't intentionally read scary books, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, she doesn't intentionally. So if she picks one up by mistake... Yeah, she'll read it like she didn't think it was going to be that scary, but it turns out scary. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Um, then 
There's my girl Cheyenne, who loves scary books, and she named two titles by Stephen King. Um, and when she mentioned Stephen King, that brought Megan to mm-hmm. a seat at the table with her love of Stephen King. And I, too, loved reading Stephen King books until I read Gerald's Game, which damaged me. I don't even know what kind of material could damage you, Carmen. <laughs> Horror. <laughs> Horror does seem to be a polarizing genre. And for those who have read a book, then seen the movie, we can all agree that the book is always scarier than Mm -hmm. the movie. A movie can Mm -hmm. offer a jolt of surprise, like when someone jumps out of the dark. But that book can take your imagination in so many more scarier places than a movie. Yes, yes. And, you know, a good example of that is Tim Curry uh, as Pennywise the Clown in the movie It. That clown was so much worse in my imagination. Like, my imagination made Mm -hmm. Pennywise more demonic. And, um, but, you know, me, my generation, I cannot see Tim Curry without seeing (laughs) Frankenfurter. Oh, you yeah, know? I know, right. Um, but, um, you know, things things that my imagination could hint at but not have to represent and maintain like you do on the screen, it's just really kind of boxed in when it, it's a movie, but when it's a book, it's limitless. Right. Plus, with a book, you're the only one there, uh, the mm-hmm, only one mm-hmm. experiencing the story. And in a movie theater, you have an auditorium of people who can help you escape with your life in the event the characters on the screen materialize in real life um (laughs) there's a sense of security even when you're sitting on your sofa if there's a knock at the door which would scare the crap out of me you're still in the house and hopefully with your husband or whoever so yes or at least uh your friend smith and wesson you know Uh, exactly Well, I got yeah, crickets got there. Um, I got it. Tough, tough crowd. Uh, so <laughs> um, that's that's all right. But you know, the other thing I thought of is you know how you're waiting on something, like you're waiting on test results, or your best friend tells you, or your boyfriend tells you that we've got to talk. Um, it's always uh, the worst yeah. thing that comes to your mind, and you know, your boyfriend's with another woman. It's never his sister. It's always he's cheating <laughs> on you. You know. And I think books are the same way. I I think the story creates the action in your mind that is just so much more intense and creepy than it could ever be on the screen. And, you know, like I said before, with movies, the action's the action, and that is it. Well, let's turn on yet some more lights and make sure the doors (laughs) and the windows are locked. And we're going to come back and talk some titles. Now, you're going to ease me into this, right? Or you're not just going to toss me straight into the deep end, which is filled with blood or running from chainsaws and trying to escape (laughs) the living dead, correct? I mean, we're going to go easy, right? (laughs) I am going to ease you into this. Um, I was looking at my uh, specially made bespoke built-in bookcases. Uh, Just a moment for the bookcases. And realize the best way to introduce (laughs) this genre to a group of our listeners who may not embrace it is to talk about comedy horror. What, girl, what on earth are you talking about? This feels like some sordid trickery here. 
<laughs> well, the first title is John Dies at the End by David Wong. And in this book, two buddies become paranormal investigators because they've each taken a drug called soy sauce and it gives them superhuman intelligence. And the book is the book is crazy. There's a poltergeist <laughs> made up of frozen meat products, uh, a doorknob that turns into a penis. And hmm. one of the main characters is called Morgan Freeman because the hero of the story forgets his name. <laughs> I was skeptical on this one. So I looked it up on Goodreads and it is indeed part of a horror genre. I also discovered there was a movie made from this book. Plus, if you like it, this is the first book of a series. Yes, and I will go back to that um, penis doorknob. Uh, that's also <laughs> yes. in the movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Okay. The second book is Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. And the only thing I'm going to say about this book is that it takes place in a haunted Ikea type store. So the beginning of each chapter is a drawing of a piece of furniture, and it's complete with the Swedish name and the description. And it turns out that that piece of furniture plays a role in that chapter. I, first off, when I checked this out, I loved the cover. It has the, it's the most unique book. Like you were saying in the other book that you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism, the pictures Mm -hmm. on the inside and the front back cover, along with all the maps and the furniture, it, this makes this book awesome. Yes. It, it, Grady Hendrix is, um, Mm-hmm. He he must be just really brilliant when it comes to his imagination. Um, the other one that you just mentioned, My Best Friend's Exorcism, uh, of course, it is available in hardcover and paperback. The paperback looks like an old used um, B-movie VHS cassette tape holder. I love it. Um, it's just, it's so kind of kitschy. And then, of course, the hardback looks like the yearbook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think I forgot to mention, it even has funny ads in the back. I heard that and, there are lots of throwback and references to 1988 in this book, which is the greatest decade in history. So I don't know. This one, I I might could get on with one of these two books and read it and be okay, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. I like the um, premise. Well, the last one in this section is called Popular Hits of the Shawa Era. And it is by Ryu Mirakami, and it's translated by Ralph McCarthy. And this one is about a gang war to control a, a Tokyo neighborhood. Okay. What makes that horror... Or what makes that funny? <laughs> Neither. It doesn't sound like well, either. <laughs> the, let me tell you about the gangs, though. The gangs, uh, two rival gangs. One gang is six aimless teenage boys who love karaoke and six tough ass women, middle aged mm. women who are called aunties. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys kills one of the women. And from there, it is on okay i'm not sure if i'm wired to like these horror stories i i just don't enjoy the adrenaline rush of being scared while being safe maybe i'm just too Mm -hmm. empathetic i don't know 
Oh, that's not the word I would use, but <laughs> let's turn off some of these damn lights and get down to business. <laughs> we got several good responses to the question, what is the scariest book you've ever read? Deborah listed Contagion by Robin Cook. After this past 18 months of pandemic, I would say that's a pretty good pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a book that I would read right no, now. No, um, maybe not right now. <laughs> Shannon listed, uh, Sh- Shannon really listed a, a couple of great ones that I had never heard of. One is the Music Box series for young adults. Mm. And after looking this one up, I think she means the Dark Carousel series by Anya Allen. Um, there are five books in this series. It's Gothic Horror. The first is titled Dollhouse. And let me just read the summary from Goodreads. Um, an abandoned mansion deep in the woods, a dollhouse filled with life-size toys, a doorway into other realms, and girls who keep disappearing. I am, I'm, I'm totally adding this to my list. No, and that again is a solid no for me. Shannon also listed the Asylum series by Madeline Rue, another young adult series. This one has four novels and three novellas. It sounds really good, though. It follows three teens who meet at a college preparatory program during the summer and start exploring an old asylum that has been turned into student housing. Why? That's a big no. You should never do that. (laughs) As they explore, they find old photographs, which are printed in a book. Hello, leave it alone. And a hint of the sword history at the asylum. This reminds me of um, the asylum down there in Tuscaloosa. So, no, that's a big Ooh. no. That's a big no for oh, me. That that would be awesome, student housing, Tuscaloosa. No, no, that's a big no. And, you know, I love that they find old photographs and the author um, puts them in the book. Yeah, I really so, like that. No, that's um, a Miss no. Peregrine's home f- um, for peculiar Your children. children. Mm-hmm. That they that book did that too, and I mm-hmm. really like that. Um, I like that way that they do that. Um, we did get a couple of uh Stephen King's, like I mentioned before, Cheyenne and Gay both listed Carrie, uh, about a telekinetic high school girl who should not have been bullied. No, nope. how about nope. if somebody <laughs> if somebody can set something on fire, tell her her hair looks pretty. <laughs> Exactly. I like your dress, yeah. girl. You got it going. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer said that Pet Cemetery did her in. And um, mm-hmm. that one is about a plot of land that when you bury something dead, it comes back to life, but not the way you want it to. But you know, an interesting thing about Pet Cemetery, I was trying to spell it out and I kept misspelling it. You know, because cemetery is spelled with a C. A C. Right. But this cemetery, S-E-M-A, M- yeah. I just thought that was interesting that, that Stephen he King did that. Would, yeah, I'm going to have to read some more about why he did that. So one of the scariest books I've read, and I ha- you know, I don't really read that many, but last year I picked up The Boatman's Daughter by Andy Davidson. And mm-hmm. again, I think it was accidental because I didn't think it was going to be as scary as it was. It was set in the river's in the bayous in Arkansas. It's about a daughter, Miranda, and how she tries to manage her life after her dad was killed. And the characters end up being super shady. Plus it's set in a place that's hot, humid with 
all kinds of bugs and gross stuff. <laughs> and I liked how Davidson write because he he had such a strong voice and point of view and very descriptive. And his characters really felt real. So it was good. So there, it was it, so it was one of the scariest books you've read, but it was also very good. You would recommend it? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah. Very scary, okay. but yeah. Well, the scariest book I have ever read is Heart-Shaped Box by Joe Hill. Who, Can I just by tell the you, way, I was going to tell you, that book is on almost every list of books that people had to put down. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it really, it was creepy AF. And yeah. Joe Hill, the author, is Stephen King's son. I know, yeah, but it's about an aging rock star who collects macabre memorabilia, and his latest is a funeral suit that is said to be haunted by the dead man who wore it. Mm. And there was just something about the writing. I was just really totally into this book. I wish we had more time because I want to talk about books that were supposed to be scary that weren't scary at all. For example, I read Gill's All Fright Diner by A. Lee Martinez. That's listed as a horror, but it was more of a fantasy to me. So it's Duke, who's a werewolf, and Earl, who's a vampire, who stop at a diner where they meet uh, Loretta, who owns the place, and she offers them a job to kill zombies. So the story <laughs> is filled with all kinds of fun supernatural creatures, and the ending was perfect. So it's a must read. It kind of I it, think it's not really horror. It it reminds me more of like a Neil Gaiman book, you know, that sci fi okay, yeah. fantasy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I might. I think I've heard that title. I I wonder if I've got that on my bookshelves. It's a um, good book. I. I kind of felt that way about Rosemary's Baby by <laughs> Ira Levin. Yeah. Um, on, you know, and honestly, almost all of the Stephen King titles that I've ever read, they are suspenseful, mm -hmm. but it, it it just didn't invoke terror or chills or make me need to sleep with the light on. And the sound of our cheering fans means it's time for listener comments. A big welcome and thank you to our new listener, Nancy, who has just discovered us. Thanks for the big Facebook love, sis. Be sure to tell all your reading buddies about us. Yes. Um, and in response to our Hidden Gems episode, Gay said, Peace Like a River by Leif Enger is a hidden gem in my book, but it does have eight thousand reviews on Goodreads. Whoa. I read this book years ago and revisited it a few months back. I still love it. So Gay, I appreciate that recommendation and uh, I'm going to add that to our show notes. Yeah, I've actually got that book on my shelf. I read that years ago. It is a good book. So let us know which books scare you the most. And of course, always check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And visit us at www.bubblybibbly.com. You can sign up for notices of new content, go back and listen to old episodes, and get some book recommendations from my reviews. And remember, don't be afraid of being scared. To be afraid is a sign of common sense. Only complete idiots are not afraid of anything. Carlos Ruiz Safon. <laughs> <laughs>